just getting in for a quick producer's note here. The audio somehow got a little messed up, apparently, for this episode. So I've done my best to kind of try and fix it in post. But the uh, audio quality, as a result, is a little bit all over the place. And uh, we, we sort of sound a little, a little different this week. So apologies for the audio. I should be back in studio soon, hopefully. And uh, we'll be recording face-to-face, which will fix all these issues. Enjoy the show. I'm feeling the old energy. Man's got energy. Shit. The ancient powers. The From eldritch. The Blue Lotus. That's right. The el- hey, come on. What are you, a cop? We're live on the internet. Uh, dude. Blue Lotus is a type of tea. It's an Ill- You can't. It's a plant. It's an illegal plant. You can't. Blue Lotus can literally be a brand name for anything. Oh, you yeah. don't that's, have to. That's right. It's a massage parlor. It's a happy and Blue Lotus happy ending massage parlor. Could just be like the a car, like a blue lotus. Yeah. Well, not I mean, now dude. that I've like narked on myself, <laughs> I feel like I was entrapped. I feel like that was that would not hold up in a court of law. You tricked me into committing into admitting to committing a crime. <laughs> uh, I'm actually really good at that. I'm a professional uh, tricker, mm-hmm. mischief Iowa's maker, entrapster, and entrapmentster Smith, mischief maker. The Capcom ninety. Well, I don't know. Eight N64 game mischief makers. Kevin Serena Byers. Welcome to the show. Was that her name? I'm pretty sure the main character of mischief makers was Serena. I will have to take your word for it. I have never heard of this game before. You might remember such quotes as shake, 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 shake. Brandon Lynch, tell me your favorite mischief makers moment. I have never even heard of this show. If you, um, it's a, it's a game. It's a Capcom game. If you uh, look up a, a a picture of the box, you will for sure recognize the box art. Okay. It was a it was a two D platformer. I'm not gonna do that because my laptop might explode. Yeah, fair enough. It was a two D platformer where, man, what I'm like I, I'm unlocking memories as I'm talking about this. Welcome to the show, by the way, Talking Reckless Video Game Podcast. My name is Matt Eads. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Brandon Lynch, Kevin Byer here. It's a 2D platformer where, like, all the blocks had these, like, forlorn faces on them. These, these like, you know how Thwomp has a face on it? It was like mm-hmm. that, except they were all in anguish, like it looked like. Moods. No, okay. they were just all sad. <laughs> all upset. Yeah. Okay. And you could grab onto them, and you could shake them for, like, different effects. You could sort of use them to jump from one to another, I remember. You would get different colored gems for some reason. You're making this up. No, no. This was... I owned and played the shit out of this game. Uh, I believe the the person's name is Marina. Is it Marina? Damn. That's the first thing that showed up under Google in, like, related searches. Uh, Also, Fursuit showed up as number two. Fuck yeah. So, uh, it seems to be that this game is very big with the furry community. Yiffing, we call that. I don't actually know. I think, all right, put a pin in that for a second. I need to finish my Mischief Maker's thought. (laughs) Uh, Published by by Enix, not even by Square. Released in 97. Yeah, it it wasn't launched, but it was right around there. I should play this game again. Wow. The game has five worlds with roughly 12 levels apiece, which is a lot. Some levels are action only, while others include puzzles. Wild. Game was ahead of its time. Wild. Puzzles and action? 
in 97? <laughs> you saying Mischief Maker is totally like unlocked, unlocked a key memory. So like, Whoa. It was not Capcom, by the way, Square. Or Enix, apparently. Hi, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Talking Reckless Video Game Podcast. My name is Matt. That's Kevin's mouse that you hear. I'm on to you. Oh, I did uh, pick it up here. You right, did? I did. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> Here to talk about all things not illicit drugs or Loki, because that's in Tron. Tune into the longer version of this show on patreon.com slash talking reckless podcast or weebs.ca to hear our thoughts on Marvel's Loki, episodes one, two, three. And thoughts, capital T, they are. Brandon Lynch, I might pay five dollars. No. Uh, what have you guys been doing? The segue. The un un uh, what, what are they called? The unmakeable segue. It's like the the knot that you can never untie. I feel like the unmakeable segue is the one where you're talking about someone dying and then yeah. have to get back on it's the true. rails, or like as too often. Now, as much as this conversation, or, yeah, as much as this conversation has felt like dying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're vaxxed. I'm vaxxed. You're vaxxed. Kevin's going to be vaxxed by this time next uh, week. Next Friday. Yeah, exactly. Next week. And man, we're going to be through it. I'm so excited. It is, it is just giving me an energy. I've been, I was walking today. The, did you guys know the birds are still out there? Like, it's still, it's pretty much as we left it. There's no remember. You got to remember, Eads, my life almost did not change at all. When <laughs> this this must have been. Brando kept care of the outdoors. Everything That's is true. pretty much as I remember. I, I imagine the feeders. I'm going to go outside and like the roads are going to be disintegrating and worn down and broken. And then mm-hmm. nobody's going to be driving anymore. Power lines. I was the only one using them. The street. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, no, it was, I was out on white out today uh, and it was fucking bumping. Yeah. I saw people at a, the bar by my place on the patio and, and had a real like, man, I should just, I should just. I, I could go up. I, they're playing cornhole. I bet I could just be like, hey, I got next. I could just go. It'd be fine. You I just, just go up there. You got to wait your two weeks. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm only a few days. It, uh, Tuesday's my Tuesday's the big day for me. You're just going out. That's when you're kissing everybody. Line up, ladies, because yeah, the lynch lifts are open for business. <laughs> just licking like doorknobs and fucking the pavement. Toilet handles. I mean, I mean let's, let's, let's just not go too far here. Yeah. It uh, didn't really do too much. I, mean, I, was, I was a little bit sore like the day out. It was like a, a the first day I was fine. Second day I was a little sore and just tired. Holy smokes. Slept like 15 hours a day for like three days straight. Uh, and now I feel great. Fucking eh? It's a lot of sleep. It was a lot of sleep. Yeah, I don't know. My my shot didn't do fuck all to me. Neither of them did. Yeah. I didn't feel uh, a fucking thing, which honestly made me think maybe the guy just missed my arm. Yeah, Who miss, fucking knows? You got uh, you got the uh, the saline dose. No, yep. you're the control. you're part of the control group. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're getting there, and that means hopefully within. I'm not going to put a time on it, but hopefully soon we should be back in a real live studio within eyesight of one another live eyesight as God, good as i don't even know i don't even know how to get to kevs anymore i don't know like I don't have to punch that into the gps yeah <laughs> i sort of forgot the nuance of 
I mean, I never had a firm handle on it, but like, I don't know how to bullshit with like cashiers or anything anymore. Like, hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. I, I went in for a haircut uh, four days ago now or so, and it like. It truly like it's like operating on a different part of your brain that has like got out of shape because of just way less social interaction. Like it's just the most forced. And I mean, conversations with the with the hairdresser. Uh, I'm writing that book right now as we speak. Um, but it's uh, it's always kind of painful. And I usually like just lie a bunch about uh, my life when I'm doing it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually a, a, sc- a sculptor. Uh, or and they're like, well, have I seen you do anything? And I'm like, no, I saw a lot of, like out of town. It's like the my girlfriend lives out of town, but for fucking everything. Have you seen the big um, uh, spaceship in Vulcan? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. they're not not that one. No, the other. No, 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 no. Think of a spaceship. One. Is there any, a spaceship you haven't seen? I probably did. Um, but yeah, it was like forced, uncomfortable conversation. And just like it was I was laughing out loud nonstop in my head at like, <laughs> wow, we're really like banging all the traditional topics out of the park here. Got the weather. God, like what do you theme. do? Yeah, like it's it, it was painful. And then she started like um, I can't remember how we got on this topic, but she said, uh, oh, she said, like, how you've been passing the time during the pandemic. And I was like, oh, I watch a lot of movies, play a lot of video games. Uh, and she's like, oh, are you a PC gamer? And I'm not, obviously. But in <laughs> eyes, my head, I'm like, oh. immediately narrow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, do it. Oh, maybe. Told you. Are we approaching common ground, m'lady? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. I got an Xbox and PlayStation. She's like, oh, I really want one of the new Xboxes. I was like, okay, we're going to. This is going to be uh, this is going to be something that we can uh, really converse about. And then, like, just as we were starting, she's like, "Okay, you're done." And I'm like, "Okay, see you never." Maybe lead with the Xbox <laughs> thing next time, madam. Yeah, Read the room a little bit. Like, Your yeah, tip could have been really... so much bigger than it is. God, yeah, tipping hairdressers. Uh... You don't you don't have to tip your hairdresser. They get yes, you do. You... Hairdresser is like the first person you're supposed to that tip. Is crazy. That is crazy. They get they, paid like pay, I always. They pay to be oh, in the hair salon. That, that is not unless you're going to like. That is not what kind super of supercuts or something. No. You, you probably went to supercuts. What kind of a fucking place are you going to? That Kevin goes to like hair by. I don't even know a famous fucking <laughs> hair person, but apparently the imagine this joke with the most famous hair person in the world and Kevin who is bald. Yeah, you you fill in the funnies yourself at home. Hey, we need there was the, a time. Where I would go to the hair salons. Yeah, me too. And the ladies work there. I went to that one. No, by, they I were, that one they were renting. It's, they rent their seats. No, they get paid. They get, they uh, get a yeah, salary, a, a job. I, did, I barely tipped them shit. Also, my haircuts were like 50 fucking dollars to get my head buzzed and like the sides cleaned up. Maybe the reason you're bald now is because you didn't tip them. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I they, never they, about they poured the, the the no more hair growth. They instead of yeah. using shampoo, Motherfuckers. they just put. Hey, we got a non tipper. Bring the acid. <laughs> I'll see you next time. <laughs> the I, I think you're totally within your right. Also at a hair salon, or the guys go to salons or whatever, getting your hair done to just like uh, no conversation. You know, it's like the bath in Red Dead. You're totally within your rights to just close your eyes and just be like, just, <laughs> you just hold the finger up. I think. I think 
I think if you're gonna pull the no conversation card, you need to tip up front. Just be like, here's oh, here's like, your ten bucks. Pretend like you're deaf or don't, something. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Anything um, to get out of conversation with a human. I'll I'll straight up tell uh, Uber drivers um, that I'm like, oh, I got this thing I got to listen to before we get there, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be real chatty. But then I tip them. So yeah. Um, usually I tip, I tip hairdressers right? because like, like the, the difference between a good haircut and a haircut that, uh, is good enough for you not to be able to get your money back, but is not <laughs> much better than that is there's, there's miles and I gotta, people gotta see that hair. Uh, also they'll massage the fuck out of your head if you're a good tipper. Yeah. And I mean, you just let go me get tell a head you massage though. No, nope, yeah, then you have to pay for a head, head massage. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. Head massage. Uh, my the, those five minutes when I'm getting my head massage are the only five minutes of my life that I'm happy. The more I think about yeah, it, yeah, love it, bliss. That's like my favorite thing in the world. I, was, I used to love mm-hmm. getting haircuts because the just the, the clippers, the bzzz, it's like a little massage right there. Like I just want to bring a five dollar bill every time I go, and as soon as she stops massaging my head, just hold up the five. Just like hold it up, just keep going, keep going. Yeah, that's my. That's I'm my almost thing. there. Yeah. Some people are into like gross <laughs> pimple popping videos and all that shit. I'm into head massages and the receiving thereof. Mm. Love it, love it. But yeah, it really made me realize um, I got to maybe spend some time in front of the mirror. You wear a hat. Uh, talking to myself. Good thing you got that expensive haircut. Good thing you tip so well for that expensive haircut. It looks great. I tip well for the head massage the haircut is not that expensive <laughs> yeah fair enough oh how's everybody been anybody got any exciting news and clear the floor here i know kevin has big announcement you're not my uh my sidewalk is gonna be put in next week what? no fucking shit I know. you've been waiting for it for years that's right it's it's a moment that I've been waiting for for at least the last three weeks it or four weeks. I don't know how long sidewalk it's been. wasn't that bad. I never once walked on that sidewalk and was like, damn, this thing's got to get fixed. Uh, you must have never actually looked down when you were walking over it. It was cracked and broken, but look at this. Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, it was good enough that I didn't have to look down. <laughs> There, we're getting rid of that one lip that people trip over when they're drunk all the time. I, to, I, I have eaten shit on that lip, and I've seen a lot of people eat shit on that lip. It's going to be a shame to lose it. It's going to be a damn shame. <laughs> a lot of memories associated with that, that little... The one like out when you, when you open the screen door and there's like a, like a two-inch little step up? That's uh, gone. Or will be gone? It will be gone, yeah. Damn. In the yeah, dark, you're rapidly in the approaching. That thing is super dangerous. <laughs> you're rapidly approaching the apex of your life here, Kevin. I like when agree, when the sidewalk yes. is fixed, what more is there? Nothing. The castle head Re- massages. Repaint the castle. <laughs> you should do something with that castle out front. You should like what's what's something you like that has castles? Are you what is the most the thing you are the most into that has castles? Game of Thrones or The Witcher, you should pick something and you should make that cast onto one of those castles. That seems like it would be a lot of effort. Yeah, but a true fan, a weeb, as we call them in <laughs> Japanese, would would have no problem. That, that is and like, true. You'd need to be able to do it. Like the will is one thing, but <laughs> yeah. the skill. Caramoran is a destroyed castle. Just make it make a Caramoran from The Witcher. It's all blowed up. 
So we're just saying rename it? No, break it. That, I'm sure break it. Can handle. It's, um, it's a lot easier to deconstruct the castle than it is to construct the castle. I'm not uh, a builder, but I'm not sure if that's true. No, what'd you, what'd you spec? I think, uh, I think the building would be easier than the destruction. Because I think... Okay, let's uh, see how fast I can break the castle on your front yard and how fast you can build the castle on your front yard. And we'll see who finishes first. I'm more talking about, like, buildings in, like, real life. Mm. I, I think it's a lot easier to build a skyscraper You're than insane. it is to figure out how to do the demolition to destroy a skyscraper. I do not agree. I mean, in like a city block, maybe in a very specific situation, I might agree with that. But there, there are so many. Don't you like see buildings in even just in our city in Edmonton and be like, "How is that physically possible?" That is, that doesn't seem. That thing should tip over. Like architecture is kind of amazing. See, like old ass bridges where it's like one stone somehow is holding up two thousand tons, and maybe I just see the beauty in the world. Maybe that's what Blue Lotus Show always said that about you. <laughs> is that there's real beauty in everything, Kevin? Oh, how about video games? You guys play any of them? There, there's some real beauty in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Some real, some some real fucking beauty. I know we say this a lot. On well, not a lot, but we've said this before on this podcast, and we'll say it again in the future. Video games will never look better than they do right now. Ratchet mm-hmm. and Clank is, like, jaw-droppingly... There is no facet of that game that is not the best-looking thing I've ever seen in my life. 2021, best water of the year. Yes. good-looking water. Holy fucking Unreal shit, is the water, water amazing. That looks like a real fucking Lombax. Yeah. But is it... Okay, real question. Is a Lombax a real animal? I don't think so. What is a but Lombax? But you don't know. I don't know either. No. <laughs> Ratchet is a Lombax. His race is, he is a Lombax. But he's never found another one, which makes me think they're not real. Uh, they are not real. Uh, but it's like an echidna. If you tell me there's no such thing as an echidna, like Knuckles, I'd be like, yeah, okay, it's a made up. Or a hedgehog. It's like, it's like Pikachu. Yeah, it's a made up creature. Sure. <laughs> it is, uh, it looks so good. Like, I can't, I, everyone says this. It's like a Pixar movie come to life. It is, it is the fuzziest everything has physics on it the scarf is like moving in real time every single hair seems to blow in the wind it is crazy mm-hmm. it's fucking what uh, what are you what are you playing on i'm uh, like the the graphics mode uh, what graphics mode yeah uh performance ray tracing performance rt yes. is the one i'm on me too yeah it's uh you, you have a few choices you can do i think it's Ray tracing on, scene density up at 30, or you can turn off everything and run it at like 500 frames a second if you want, or you find the middle ground, which seems to try to target 60, has some ray tracing, and it it had a bug the first week where if you were in that performance RT mode, I guess it, I don't know what it did, something erased your save, or like... Yeah, yeah. so I played in performance RT through that first week, and thankfully nothing happened, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know how common the bug was, but I uh, was alarmed when I saw that pop up, and I'm like, oh, shit. I wonder if my save's just gone now. It was something to do with, like, 120 hertz was messing it up. It was it was only a very, like, specific subset of people, I guess, but that, that sucked. I'm glad. Uh, I, just, I think it was patched by the time I started playing. It's I've never played a Ratchet & Clank game. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've played Sunset Overdrive, which apparently is almost the same. 
kind of, in a lot of ways. Uh, it's it's like a real kind of. I, I, it's like an. I don't mean this to be derogatory. It's like an ABC video game. It's a by the numbers video game, polished to the nth degree. It's like Super Mario sixty four. What if it was made today? Yeah, where, like it feels like a PlayStation two game that looks like a PlayStation five game. A like, thousand percent. There's like some of the stuff like riding the beetle and riding the dragon and shit like that, where you're just like, this is some PS2 ass shit. Yeah, fucking flying my little dragon around, shooting fireballs. There's a lot of like weird, almost little games within the game, like riding the the dragon and the speedles, and uh, you, you're like, there's a tower defense mode, and just like those old, uh, like like Banjo Kazooie, like every every different level is kind of a different thing, where it's like, oh, this time you need to defend a point, and this time you're like racing on these rails, like uh, Sonic almost. Mm-hmm. And it felt like you were always like good on them for not doing this because it sucks. Uh, but it always felt like you were one corner away from maybe having something chase you and running towards the camera. Yes. Like it, it, that is the feel <laughs> that they were going for. All that said, it is like super fun. It is, mm-hmm. it, it is like just a very basic third person shooter where the guns all have like one or two fire modes and they have, they have an effect on them. They're not super complicated, but most of them look pretty good and the dodge is real fast and you get iframes on it so you're invincible and you have a, a traversal mode that you can use to move real fast i ended up turning the difficulty up a little bit which uh, was was a good choice i find it pretty good on on one down from the hardest mm-hmm. and like i can't point to any one thing that it does super well other than it does everything really well like it it plays incredibly it looks incredibly incredible the acting is tremendous the writing is like not aimed at me but is is still hitting a thousand percent where like i'm probably a little cynical and jaded for a lot of these jokes and all that said i'm still laughing my ass off at this game it is it is very like these guys are these these lombaxes lombi are the salt of the earth like every time anything is going wrong they're just like hey chin up big guy and i'm just like (laughs) All right, uh, all right. I'll I'll, I'll I'll bring my chin up, ratchet. It's like a it's a breath of fresh air. Everything is positive, even even at its most dire. Like the the big overarching plot, the villain like just wants to be popular. Like it's not no one's going to be like murdered and brutally tortured. It's just a like everything is super positive, but the stakes are high nonetheless. The fate of the universe is on the line. But Multiple universes. That that's right. It's. It's tremendous. It, it feels like the first kind of next-gen thing to play on the PS5. It, yeah, it was... I very much like... Uh, it was the first time I walked away from a game. I finished it. Um, and it was the first time I walked away from a game being like, I'm fucking happy I have this PlayStation 5. I could not have played this anywhere else. Yeah, it, uh, it, is, it is so good. I am having... Every single time I pick it up and play it, I walk away amazed. And it's super, super simple. Like they're, they, like once you walk near a, a collectible, it'll just forever put it on your map. Uh, and then if you click it on your map, it just puts an exact waypoint on your map. It's like, oh, it's up here. You couldn't see it because it's two feet above you. And I'm like, okay, I'll go get that. And then halfway through the game, uh, you get a, a map that basically then just points out all the ones that you didn't walk near. Hmm. Um, 
so you can go do all that. I won't get too much into spoilers, but uh, one of the collectibles is uh, the Golden Bolts. Yep. There's usually like three, maybe four uh, per world. Uh, and as you collect them, you unlock kind of uh, cosmetic things. Uh, the the things Golden and- of of this yeah, game. Exactly. Unlock 10, get the bigger bomb bag. Unlock 20, get the bigger wallet or whatever. But it's but it's like everyone gives you something new. Um, everyone puts a new little slider in the options, not in the options menu, but in the collectibles menu where it's like, you can change your hammer to a sword if you want or all sorts of stuff like that. And the last few you get, um, like there's 25 of them and I think it's 23 oh, and wow. 24 are like game-breaking cheats so <laughs> okay that's kind of cool um yeah i turn them on like I, at first i was like i'll turn them on and it'll break the game but it'll be fun and then i'll turn them off and finish it i just kept them on for the rest of the game yeah. which was not very long at that point but i'm uh i'm in a good spot right now where the combat is hard i i usually die once per boss encounter but i i can get on the second try like it is it is fast and fluid and every time i die it's my fault it is uh it's fun it's super fun there's so many guns. There, like, I you have a weapon wheel which I've already filled up, and I'm unlocking guns still. I think I have like ten, maybe or nine. Yeah, you you can definitely fill up a second weapon wheel. Uh, and like an entire then I second had, weapon wheel. Yeah, I had a third <sighs> wheel going when I finished the game. I think it's it's either eight. I think it's eight. It's per, eight eight yeah. per wheel. That's so. I think crazy. there's at least. 18 or 20. I can't remember how many I ended up with, but... And they're all... This is kind of insomniac DNA, but they're they're all fairly unique, and they all kind of have a, a sort of unique particle effect associated with them, very much mm-hmm. like uh, Sunset Overdrive. I will say, uh, and I'll kind of talk around it, because um, it is a very endgame thing, uh, there is if there's a coll- a type of collectible that if you collect as you're collecting them you you notice you're getting blueprints uh, for for what looks like a gun. Um, it's the spy bots. I'm oh, saying yeah. that because okay. he looks yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. So every time you get a spy bot, you get a little section on on the collectibles menu oh. gets filled in on this little blueprint of Did a gun. Not realize that actually. Once you get all the blueprints, you can you can get that gun from the little store lady. Uh, she has a name. It's Ms. Zircon, and she's, yeah, she's, she's a southern belle. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's a little annoying. Uh, she'll just holler at you from real far away on the map. How dare you? Um, like not Mrs. my favorite character. We didn't get into this, but like Ms. Minutes, I got a thing from Ms. There's some about non-human robotic or weird hologram robots slash clocks that just uh-huh. that's my it really does it for you yeah Ms. Minutes is sexy Good. AF I'm glad we got to the bottom of that mm. um, anyway that gun once you get it um, is uh, some of the coolest looking video gaming I've ever seen in my life when you're firing oh, that shit. gun interesting there's, there's a lot yeah. of very good looking stuff up to that point so right. That's yes. A, all those guns plan. have really cool effects, like you were saying. This fucking gun. If you, so it's worth it's worth collecting all the spy bots just to fire that gun off five times yeah. before you beat the game. The uh, there's a really good charge I like on. I don't know the name for it, but like the Mega Man cannon, it has like five or six shots. The Mega Buster basically yeah. the big beam. I think like charges yeah. up and the lightning is all crackling off of it and it changes oh. when you move and oh, it's so good, tremendous. Ragged and Clank rift apart. It, it So I, I have heard the criticism against it is it is kind of the last game they made. I guess much like this game, you sort of get access to some traversal options, which are pretty fun, and kind of explore an open world. 
Uh, people says pretty samey. Pretty samey to the last few games they've made, which if you never played a Ratchet and Clank game, it's not a problem. But uh, if you, if you have played them all, maybe just just know that going in. But all that said, like the new coat of paint, I think is is totally worth the price of admission. It is mm -hmm. like stunning, absolutely stunning. That's all I have to say about Ratchet and Clank. That's all I have to say too. Just uh, a, lot of, a good reason to own a PlayStation. A lot of best new characters in there. Potential, I should Not say. That Nominees. Southern Bell. Mort. <laughs> Mort. There's a Mort's whole cool. race of people who talk like they're from Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> I fix you up, Derry. They're like they're yeah, like they're, Canadian without the A. Yeah, I would have spent my the rest of the game on that planet if there was enough to do. Yes. <laughs> I want to hold I just wanted to hang out with him. Game. Mort, the best new character of the year, Mort. It's tremendous. You should play it. Uh, I also play a little bit of WoW Classic. Have you and I can tag team some some Burning Crusade Classic. We in it? Oh yeah, we think, are. We are. We are ready to go. We. I anyways have. I feel like I've committed. I feel like I'm past the point of no return now. I'm. I'm like almost sixty seven, which is more than halfway. Oh geez. Like yeah, when I say I just, almost, I mean like ten under ten bars, eight or nine bars. More than halfway through the level. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hit 66 yesterday-ish, yesterday or the day before. Uh, Cap started, for, for I, I headed over and started all the Nagrin quests, which is like one of the big quest hub areas. Yeah, it's a good zone. It's a fast zone. It, man, Burning Crusade is so weird. Like, it, I've realized this last week playing it that the content is totally meaningless. It is a thousand percent the, and you know, MMO dub, but it is a thousand percent the interactions you're having with other players where like you're, it, for some reason it is a really positive experience. Maybe because most or, or a large percentage of people played this game 14 years ago when it came out, that would by default make you an adult now, unless you were playing when you were one. And like, <laughs> there's just a lot of like positive experience when you're looking for groups and things, which doesn't really seem to happen so much in gaming anymore. But the thing you're doing is so fucking boring. You are literally pressing the same, depending on your class, two to five buttons in order over and over and over and over for... I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I think I'm like three and a half days played time, which is like 24-7, almost 80 hours. And I'm not yeah. all the way there yet. And all I've been doing is walking up to a mob... And I press this button, and then these three buttons in order, and then it dies, and I do that 25 times, and then I go talk to the man who's like, I need to kill 25 of those. And then I go talk to another man who's like, kill me 10 of these. I'm like, all right, you got it, buddy. And I just keep doing it. And that. every once in a while, you'll find someone who will say, hey, you know those things you killed 25 times already? Yeah. Go kill 25 more for me. Yeah, it's... It, it is so hard still for me to reconcile why we are spending and have spent literal thousands of hours on World of Warcraft. All that said, I'm having a lovely time and uh, <laughs> I'm playing the auction house and, and that's great. Uh, the the gear is... Is this something I've kind of realized? The gear is is so plain in base World of Warcraft and even like that endgame that uh, I really like the aesthetic. I think World of Warcraft never looks better than it does right now where... The endgame gear in Burning Crusade, it looks cool. You can spot it across a, a city full of people. You're like, damn, that dude with the big glowing shoulders looks fucking dope. <laughs> if you launch up retail, like everybody is covered in flames and has angel wings and mm. like everybody has everything going on now. 
Back in the day, you were lucky to get like a light glow. People would pay out the ass for a useless, albeit cool glow on their weapon. Yeah, and even like especially classic compared to retail, it's like we don't have uh, transmutations in classic. So if you see someone with that piece of gear, is that that you know comes from uh, a big raid or something, you know that that person actually earned that piece of gear rather than you know going back to it fifty levels over leveled and just saying like oh this is a cool cool look for me i'm just gonna go get this farm out this piece of gear and and get it it's a it's it's a journey of suffering i've realized it's something we're all in this terrible thing basically but we're all in it together and that gives a like sense of community and that makes you want to engage with it the only reason i play is because i worry that i'll fall behind kevin <laughs> why there's no there's no like follow up to what does that mean if i fall behind kevin literally nothing <laughs> But that is You're already ahead of me. I know, but I need I need to hit 70 because Kevin's I, gonna hit 70. I got some of this from Destiny and I actually kind of hated it, where it was like, fuck, if I'm not playing Destiny, <laughs> fucking other people's is grinding. Yeah, they're getting I'm gonna that, get left that, behind. What I won't be able to do dungeons with them. Yeah. And, and like, it's it's kind of the same thing where it's like I mean I can just go in there and fucking catch up whenever I want, but there's like this, oh, at any moment, people might decide, we want to do this specific thing that you are just on the other side of being able to do, uh, but we're there because we was up at 6 a.m. when you was sleeping like a bitch. We was up playing. I mean, I've been There's no sleep in World of Warcraft. It's, it's so wild to go back. You would remember much better, I think, 14 years ago than I would, Kev. I was, I was 15 and 16, which is fucking crazy to think that not only were we doing this podcast, I don't, I don't think you were on it yet, but it wouldn't be too many I don't years think after. So. It wouldn't be very long after that. Uh, not, not only were we doing this podcast, but like that was literally half my life. <laughs> exactly half my life ago, which it, and, it's so and, crazy, man. Other than breaks, you've been playing World of Warcraft for half your life. I know, I know. I hate I not. There's new stuff to play. I haven't even played all of it. I've played <laughs> the same old thing. It's so crazy. Remembering even just like the, the nostalgia is obviously a huge part of it, but like the the people we used to be 14 years ago and just <laughs> it's crazy, man. We went. That must be longer than 14 years. Hang on, because we isn't college like almost ten years ago now, two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. When did Bernie we started college in eleven? I think it was. It I think we looked at this. I think it was oh uh, seven. Was yeah. Burning Crusade? I think that's correct. Okay, that yeah, it is oh seven. That makes sense. What is time? A construct. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's very much uh, you know once I, I think once we hit seventy, once we get maybe. You know, a couple couple raid clears in us. Like I, I don't know how much staying power it has. Like Bro, once the nostalgia factor, what's right. the nostalgic factor has has run out. Uh, like I, I didn't do any of the the like post launch raids, like the the Sunwell Citadel or whatever the hell it's called, and and all those other ones. Tempest Keep. Serpentrine, Serpentrine Caverns comes first. I think they're opening at the same time this time, but back in my day, Serpentrine Caverns came first, and then and then Tempest Keep, and that was it. 
And yeah. then there was oh, the, Zulamon. There was the Sunwell one and the that's Tempest Keep is Sunwell. That's that one. No, that's two different ones. Black Temple is the one Black that Temp- I'm thinking of. Yeah. Black Temple is in next. Black Temple is yeah. you're right. Uh, yeah, Serpent, Serpent Shrine, Shrine and Black Temple. Black Temple. I want to say yes. I think it is. Serpent Shrine, Black Temple, wrong. Tempest Keep. <laughs> Next expansion. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. No, I think there's more because there's uh, there's the one raid in the panda Zulamon. Let's not forget about the pandas. Zulamon comes at the beginning of Sunwell. It's part of Sunwell Plateau. Oh, Battle for Hyjal. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking the of. Eye? Battle for Hyjal is, is in eye? there too. I haven't even like heard of some of these. The fuck is the eye? <laughs> Uh, that one's in that top right Level area. 30 contested raid. What does that even mean? Uh, that's probably a retail thing. Tempest Keep. Oh, it's part of Tempest Keep. Yes, it's, okay. It's the end of Tempest Keep. I see. They open it in sections. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, it's It's fun to be back playing. Most of the people I talked to played all those years ago, and we just kind of reminisce about the old days and like lament lament the things we don't have yet, like <laughs> looking for group and and being able to respect your talents, and then complain about the things that we will one day come to hate, like looking for group and being able to respect your talents. <laughs> yeah, being able to respect uh, and having the two two tech trees or two skill trees is like the first thing that I said to to people when this one came out it's like is this the one with talent with two talent trees because i sure hope so it's uh and and to put it into context for anyone who's never played world of warcraft you you kind of pick a role and in classic anyways you you pick either tank healer or damage and in classic if you are a tank or a healer you basically can't do stuff by yourself you can but it's really slow because you know you're built to tank or heal and they made changing that really expensive, uh, increasingly mm-hmm. expensive, actually. <laughs> so you kind of have to... Sorry, changing changing from one class to the other? Changing from... You're, you're not changing class, you're changing spec within a class. Yeah. yeah changing oh, from okay. tank to so, healer. Right. So I'm currently spec for damage because I'm leveling right now and killing mobs and NPCs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I get closer to max level, then I'm going to respec into healing so that I can do raids and dungeons... Uh, as a healer and that's going to cost you money that's going to cost me a ton of money because not only do do they charge you to reset your talent tree so that you can put the points into the healer abilities uh, but you also have to retrain all of your abilities (laughs) that are associated with being that healer healer yes so yes i'm i'm anticipating that i will be probably around 100 to 150 gold uh for the full respec and then level up all of your talents and I'm skills. glad you guys are having fun. That's not the right word. <laughs> We're I'm glad you guys are keeping busy. Yeah, wait, we keeping yeah, busy is know, a good way. <laughs> I was going to say wasting time, but doing chores. Doing your chores. Yeah. Uh I think that's more or less all I have to say in the ongoing psychoanalysis that is me playing <laughs> classic in a way it's like the best form of therapy i maybe could have ever asked for you know re-examine the last 14 years have you uh have you started your your wow classic diary yet where you wake up in the morning and you you catalog all your wow cl- classic thoughts of the the previous evening and what you're I planning know. on achieving for the day and for me it's it's a, like i 
totally do, but it's all the auction house stuff where like, <laughs> well, 5 a.m., better get up and make sure my auctions are posted. It's not as, I'm hoping this is a good weekend because the, the auction house was just like, you could tell there were a lot of new players who had maybe never played World of Warcraft getting in, where the auction house was like, it couldn't swing a dead cat without making money. It was crazy. You'd buy something from a vendor, sell it on the auction house, which is literally five steps away from that vendor for 10 times the price. Like it was, it was people who clearly did not know how to play making mistakes and, and you could leverage that to make a lot of money. That seems to have quieted down a bit, so I'm hoping this weekend is uh, is a big one. But like prices seem relatively normal, which is not which great. Which is not me. good if you're <laughs> yeah. if you're trying to rip people off and make a whole bunch of money doing it. I so I'm not ripping. In my defense, the person I'm ripping off is the person who sells the item for too cheap. I buy items that are up for way way too cheap. I look at something like, damn, that sword is worth way more than one gold. Somebody is going to easily pay five ten for that, and I buy it, and then I post it back up for what I think it is worth, and and a percentage of the time it sells, and that's how I make gold. Exactly, it's like going to a garage sale and finding a Superman number one mint condition, exactly. and they want a quarter for it because it was their grandsons, and oh, little Timmy doesn't come around and read it anymore, so yeah. you might mm-hmm. as well have it. I'm not ripping exactly. <laughs> I'm not ripping anybody off. That's like I'm not even. That is the le- that is a little like scammy slash snake oil salesman, but it, but it's like a one out of ten. That is like on the farthest. That's like barely even registers. You, you is wouldn't it even worse? Buy that. Is it worse to scam the seller than the than the next buyer? No. If someone posts, if someone is selling something and you think that thing is worth more, maybe you're wrong. Like who's to say, right? And if I'm like, damn, hey, you know, I'll buy that Superman number one. I bet I could get at least a thousand quarters for that. <laughs> Maybe I'm Probably. wrong, you know? And that is what I do on the... I, I don't want to seem like I'm, like, may, whispering people, like, yeah, send me 10 gold and get 20 back. I, I I'm think, not scamming people. I'm just I think buying things off the auction house. Maybe did yourself a disservice by introing the thing being, like... <laughs> There's a lot of fucking idiots uh, coming in right well, now, and I'm really I'm fucking not licking my chops much here. Money it's like I wish there were more idiots. Like hopefully the weekend idiots show up exactly. and they start spending their money poorly. Yes. Hopefully the people who have more money than they do time log on on the weekends are like, I will pay any price for these items because I need them today. Yes, that's where I shine because my things mm-hmm. are all put. They're not never the lowest price. I need somebody desperate and like right place, right time. All that said, uh, I've turned, I always sell my stuff for the lowest price because I just want to flip it. I just yeah. want the money. Uh, that said, I turned 40 gold into... It's hard to get an estimate because most of it's in items and things, but I'm probably close to 2,000. Probably somewhere between like 1750 and 2,000 gold, which... Shit, you better give me my money gold. back, otherwise the VIG's going to kick in. I got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. You said by the time you hit 70, so I have like a week easy. Easy. There are times, too, where Kevin lent me a, a sum of gold to buy a mount to basically get through the game a little quicker and, and speed up some of that downtime. And uh, I have I've had that sum on my character like a bunch of times, but, <laughs> but Kevin's like, I just need it back by the time I hit 60 and, or 70 max level, which is good. And I'm going to give you, I don't know what the percent is, but I'll give you back 60. You give me 550, I'll give you back 600, which, which is pretty good. I wasn't even expecting anything back. Yeah, I was, it was going to be a nice surprise. I know. Oh, gonna be a, but I am surprised. Here we are on the podcast, humbly. <laughs> uh, I've had that some like multiple times and been like, 
man, Kevin's probably like counting the days till I think Kevin will hit 60. Can I get this in and out of the auction? Probably. So. All right. I'm going to add another caveat to your, to your payback. Yeah. Yeah. God. After the fact. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're not allowed to buy your flying mount until you pay me back. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Turns I, out you can get flying at like level 68, I think. 68 or 69. Oh, I, okay. I can, I, I'll get that money to you ASAP. I'll, I'll not reinvest it. But all that said again, the money I do have in is in, is in, is in good shit now. It's not in like, yeah. it's not the, you, the scam buys uh, anymore. It's you're things, not in greens anymore. No. You're in blues. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the things people need. I'm in Marks to Kill Jade and Sargeras. I'm in Firewing and Sunfury Signets. I'm in Arcane Tomes. I'm in Felerance. You, I got what you need. You need anything in Burning Crusade Classic? You call me. As they say in Gadgetzan, time is money, friend. This guy talks too fast to be trusted. That <laughs> is actually the truth of it all. <laughs> Should have been a goblin. Uh, <laughs> uh, more, more thoughts, I'm sure, on, on Burning Crusade Classic. We in it. I have more retail to play, like things I haven't done in retail, but what if I just did the same things I did 14 years ago that I have even said on this podcast are boring as fuck. Well, I mean, you had fun one time, so yeah. probably have fun a second time. I want to PvP this time. I hated PvP I as a young man, and now as an adult, I realize that warlocks are so broken, and just, there's like one class in the game, it's kind of rock, paper, scissors, except I beat everybody except for one of nine, so <laughs> as long as I don't face that one of nine, I'm going to absolutely crush. And we got uh, we got our 2v2 team. Yeah, warlock, shadow priest. Nine. Warlock. Not Shadow Holy Priest. Holy Priest. Dis Priest. Dis Priest. God damn it. That was my team back in the day. I mean, Byron was a priest. He and I were always like, just shit. But drain tank. Drain light. <laughs> what a god. Drain show. meta. You drain meta. All meta burn. Byron, drain meta does nothing. Yeah, you're right. That was our strategy for a long time. What if we ran them out of mana? <laughs> oh, man. You're playing a long con. Genius. Yeah, the super long con. What about what is what is Storybook Brawl, Kevin? Storybook Brawl mm-hmm. is uh, is I, I heard about this game from one of the Magic streamers that I watch, and uh, it's apparently it's a it is a auto battler made and designed by a couple old Magic pros, okay. uh, and it is got a Storybook skin to it, so it's got like. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. It's got like King Arthur and his court. Fables. Fables and stuff, yeah. Uh, there's a few noticeable differences between this and the Hearthstone Battlegrounds, which is the only other one I play. Uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds, you have to choose when you level up. You have to spend money to level up. Yeah. It's uh, a game, very common feature in a lot of auto battles. Yeah. This one, you. Every three XP, you get a level. Uh, you get one XP every every round. Okay, so uh, everybody's leveling up on the same. Every, everybody's leveling up at the same time. There's a okay. few ways to get extra XP, uh, but there's no real uh, other than these few extra ways to get XP. There's no other ways to level up faster. At Brenda, least that I've found. Do you have any idea, like what we're talking about? Does it does it make sense to say like it's an auto battler? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's the same as uh, like uh, the Dota auto chess thing, right? Yes. yes. Similar. Yes. yes. I yeah, I know the the genre concepts, but I 
certainly don't like them in any way. (laughs) (laughs) I understand what it is, and I wish it were to die. Contrary to Brando, I love the idea, but can't find a game I want to play, so started playing a Mm. bunch of Team Fight Tactics this week. Oh, nice. Uh, You should check this one out. Uh, they They do a whole bunch of things different. There's two rows... As opposed to one row, you still you still have seven units. Front and back. Uh, there's a there's a front row and a back row. Front row of four, and then the back row of three. Uh, your front row starts in the top left, and then as kind of like battlegrounds, they attack in order. Uh, your back row can't get attacked until your front row is dead, uh, unless oh, the opposing creature has flying, in which case it attacks the back row. Uh, when you get a golden unit, which is getting triples, uh, you instead of getting uh, a new minion, you get a treasure card of the same level of the minion that you leveled up. So if you level up a level two minion, you'll get a level two treasure. Uh, you have three slots for your treasures. Uh, and if you get a treasure and you already have your three slots, you can either discard the treasure or destroy one of your old treasures to replace it. Okay. Uh, treasures, your, your archetype comes from two places. It comes from the units you buy and it comes from the treasures that you get. You can build certain archetypes based on the treasures you get. Like one treasure will say uh, every time you summon a unit during the battle, all your units will get a bonus or something like that. So if you get that treasure, it'll lead you towards a certain archetype. Or there's uh, also units that you get that will will benefit an archetype. I got my first win today, uh, a little bit before the show, uh, by playing the dwarf archetype. Uh, and one of the cards in dwarves is at the start of a fight, all your dwarves get plus two, plus two for each dwarf you have. And if you have seven dwarves, all your stuff gets plus 14, plus 14. Oh, there's no like additional. If you have all seven dwarves, they get plus 14, plus 14. And like a story bonus. Yeah. A song. Uh, well, there something. are there yeah. are there's a keyword for questing. So some some units will have a quest on them. Uh, Lancelot's quest is to deal uh, is to deal a bunch of damage and grow himself really big. And if he gets big enough, uh, his quest will trigger. And triggering a quest is just like uh, getting a triple for that unit. So if you get a level six with a quest and you trigger the quest, you'll get your treasure, just as if you were to gold in it. Uh, there's also spells. So Lancelot's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of didn't he? There's like a whole like Lancelot side story, isn't there? After King Arthur, doesn't Lancelot go on and and like do a bunch of Lance? Yeah, he loses. I think, the I think all of them kind of do. They all just have their little thing. Who's Is Lancelot s- and Merlin the same thing? Yeah, the same world. Yes, they're oh, in nice, the same world. Yes. Nice, well, Lancelot was a knight of the round. Merlin was a wizard. Obviously, right. But but they could have coffee. That's right. Yeah, they're all yes. looking for the Grail. They probably did have coffee at one point. Mm-hmm. Maybe not coffee. Maybe ambrosia. A coffee definitely. I think coffee existed way back when. Yeah, it was probably shit though. It was like a Turkish yeah. Turkish drink, I think. Yeah, not, way too uh, strong for me. All, all the grounds were in it probably yeah, all the time. You 100%. just have to pick them out of your teeth all the time. Hundred percent. So uh, were they looking for the same grail that Indiana Jones was looking for? Yeah, the Holy Grail. Well, Indiana yeah. Jones was looking for, for the grail they were looking for. They, sure. Yeah, they, well, Indiana they Jones is famous. real. That's right. They both found it, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sean, didn't Sean Connery drink from it or something? Am I thinking of the wrong uh, movie? That's, yeah, I think he, that's... Yeah, he's, yeah. I'm that not checks out. Wrong movie. 
Was he yeah. the was he the dude who drank from the wrong one and then died? No, he was he's Indy's no. dad. Is he? Yeah. Uh, right? Sean yeah. Con- I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. He's I don't know and if he's immortal. He Sean, aren't they like the same the, age? Harrison Ford. And Sean Connery is a tremendous Ford, old man. Sean Connery. Aren't they like well, basically the Ford same is, age? <laughs> like Sean Connery's in his nineties. Harrison's <laughs> in his eighties. <laughs> I can't look it up or my computer's about to crash here. Uh, we'll just assume that they're the same age. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Twenty. But so yeah, there's uh, another type of uh, card that you can buy, which is a spell. Uh, you can cast one spell per turn. Uh, certain spells will have uh, the cantrip effect, where you can cast another spell if you if you cast that specific spell. Uh, but the spells are all weird, crazy things. Uh, some of the early level spells will be uh, most of the units cost two gold. Uh, and then it scales up from there. So a level two unit will cost two gold. A level three unit will cost three up to level six. Uh, one of the early spells will be uh, it'll cost two to play the spell and you'll get a random unit from the board and the unit will get plus one plus one. So rather than spending your two gold buying a specific unit, mm. you buy the spell, you get a more powerful unit. Uh, some of the higher level spells are absolutely bonkers. Uh, one of them will give every unit you have plus one plus one permanently. Uh, there's much like in Hearthstone Battlegrounds, uh, there's two types of buff. You can get temporary buffs that last for one round, and then you can get permanent buffs, which last forever. Matt has a question. I have a question. Uh, is damage permanent, or does it reset on the round? Uh, for your unit takes damage, if I have a two four and it takes two, does it need two more damage to die next turn, or does it reset to a two four like magic? Uh, it resets okay. every. There's because there's your shop phase and there's your battle phase, like most auto battlers. So all your units will heal up during the shop phase. Uh, higher level spells. Uh, there's one that just gives you a new hero class. So at the beginning of the game, just like in Battlegrounds, you'll pick your hero that you want to be. Uh, the one I played today was Merlin. Every spell that I play as Merlin, you get two of your units get a random plus one plus one. Uh, it spreads it out. You get wherever they go, they go. Uh, you can spend five gold and this one specific spell, and you can just get a new hero. Sure. Halfway through the game, you can be like, you know what? This strategy's not working for me. I'm just going to get a new hero. Randomly, though? Like, get a random new hero? Uh, it gives you the same choice from the beginning. So at the beginning, there's four heroes you have to choose from. There's two that you will, you'll always have to choose between one of the two. Uh, and then the other two are random between the entire pool and only if you have paid for to unlock that character will you actually be able to pick it i see was robin hood one of these folks yes uh okay. robin ud is in the game ud good ud 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 yeah you, robin you know Ood. robin ud i also see right uh my favorite He's the clone vampire from transylvania sad dracula <laughs> i really identify with the sad dracula card uh and yeah some of the other spells are just have a unit and pick a unit and it's now golden uh and yeah they just it's just one more added little little feature to kind of set it apart from other other auto battlers how uh, sorry to cut you off I was just going to say, like, with the treasures and with the spells, just kind of gives it a little little something extra, I feel. Does it feel like it adds more randomness to it compared oh, to, absolutely. say, Hearthstone? Because uh, Hearthstone is already so much RNG. 
this it it feels like this game is very very high rolly mm. uh for auto battlers that just means that if you have the best rng on these like the treasure rolls when you get your goldens uh or uh certain spells i guess there's there's one spell that when i was playing my dwarf deck uh, i didn't find one uh, but what the spell does is it gives you a random dwarf from any dwarf in the pool up to your level, and then it gives all your dwarves plus one plus one. So okay. it's just free creature, and everything gets stronger. And it costs the same as the other spell that gives all your stuff plus one plus one. I want Grumpy. You might call that objectively better. Uh, Grumpy was actually pretty good. He was a cornerstone in my deck today. Yeah. Bossy uh, was also pretty good. Grumpy Finn is scrap. Yeah, Grumpy will fuck you up. I oh wait maybe it wasn't grumpy maybe there is no grumpy maybe it was greedy is there a card where they all stack up and wear a trench coat uh surprisingly yes excellent uh it's I, I don't remember I what it's called my auto battler <laughs> I don't remember what it's called but it's a uh it's three dudes standing on top of each other it's like kids in a trench Hot. coat essentially mm-hmm. and uh, when the unit dies you get a random level six unit that replaces it. <laughs> Great. Which is, I mean, it's pretty good. It's really RNG and turns out not that good if you miss. Hmm. Much like all RNG things. Yeah, what is? It's good value, yeah. though. Potentially good value. Uh, I can't figure out for the life of me how damage is dealt in this game. That seems important. Good. It, uh, it would be important, <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and this is probably just an interface problem because it is still in, in beta or whatever it is. Uh, early access, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it's very, very hard to see why things are happening during a fight, especially since I'm new to the game and I don't know exactly what all these units do. Uh, there will be times where the enemy will just get five attacks in a row and I have no idea why. And all of a sudden my board's dead and they've wiped me out so fast that I can't even mouse over the cards to try and figure out what happened. It's maybe one of the problems with all of these, like just such a huge variance of yeah, things exactly. that happen. Like, like you say, like... All of those different things, the spells, the treasures, and the, the units, and the heroes, I guess, they're all super unique because they, it adds so much variance to the game, like you say. But at the same time, when you're just learning it, there's so much variance. Essentially, what I've been doing is uh, I got four games in a row where I got second every game. <laughs> And every game, I just tried to mimic the first place deck in the next round just to be like, okay, well, this worked for this person. What is trying to to build a deck like this look like? Uh, There's also uh, the last kind of new little feature that uh, is different than most other auto battlers. Uh, I guess not really. Uh, Actually, no, every auto battler has this. What am I talking about? You have uh, you have your hand where you can just store things in it. Uh, This one only has four slots, though. So you have a a slot of four reserve units that you can keep in the back. and then you have your seven units in the front. But the, the difference with this one is, is you can freely switch between your reserve and things that are already on the board. So if you have something on the board and you want to take it back into your hand, there's no penalty for that. Hmm. Can you like sell from your hand? Yeah, yeah, you can sell from your hand. You can sell from the board. You can you can do anything like that. That seems interesting. I'm gonna check this up. I like auto battlers. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very, it's a lot of fun. I can't also for the life of me figure out how to buy new heroes uh i I like click click on the store well i figure if i buy them for money it'll work but i can't figure out how to buy them with the free currency Hmm. 
I don't know, maybe that's a feature that hasn't been initiated yet or something like that, but I, they, I keep getting this currency at the end of every, every ma- match that I play. Don't know what it's for. Hmm. Can't figure out how to spend it. Storybook Brawl. Where? Storybook Brawl. Storybook Brawl, yeah. Uh, free on Steam. Any other games anybody has to talk about here? Part one. Uh, I guess I'm also... I started a new game on the old Thursday stream. Uh, I'm playing Dragon Warrior 3. No, I'm pretty sure that's Uh, Goku in that picture. 1987's (laughs) Dragon Warrior 3. The the art for Dragon Warrior 3 is a same artist as... uh, Uh, Yeah, the Dragon Ball dude. uh, He he did all... I think he did all... Four of the original Nintendo Dragon Warrior games. They all got the spiky hair. They all got the Saiyan hair. But like the the art is like, no, that's Goku. That is like young (laughs) Goku from Dragon Ball. (laughs) 1000%. Put him on a cloud. Thursdays, Uh, Dragon Warrior 3. Thursdays, Dragon Warrior 3. uh, Everybody uses the, this game will change your life. Well, this is the game that made me into a gamer, so... Oh shit! It's old. The I'll big say. one. Watching it, I was like, "Damn, this is an old game." <laughs> yeah, it's from like I say, it's from nineteen. I think I think it came out in eighty-seven or eighty-nine. Let me let me Christ. check. Christ! Very loud keyboard. I wasn't even born yet. They had gentlemen. video games before I was born. Uh, nineteen eighty-eight, February tenth, nineteen eighty-eight. The third one. Yeah, I was six. Wow. Wouldn't I wouldn't be around for another three years? Madness, indeed. Let's take a quick break here, and uh, we'll come back do some news. See you on the other side of this musical break. Let's talk about some news, gentlemen. Top story this week. Cyberpunk 2077 is finally out, PlayStation users. You can finally buy this hot product coming to the Sony store now. Has come to the Sony store. All right, well, now that Sony says the game is is officially fixed and everything is perfect uh now is the time to buy i'm gonna that's right as soon as we're done the podcast i'm gonna go buy cyberpunk on the, the playstation store my and, never worked uh, better uh how I'm, I'm gonna buy it on ps4 is that a good idea well there's a notice you'll see here that sony has posted <laughs> on their store that says important notice all caps users continue to experience performance issues with this game Purchase for use on PS4 systems is not recommended. Ooh, well, good thing you asked. I know, right? If I would have just bought it because I saw that Sony put it back on their store, I would have been disappointed. It's so fucked that it is back up, but with this huge disclaimer of like, don't buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, you can buy that at a vendor. Don't buy it from us. <laughs> they removed, um, they say most of the cars and pedestrians. To me, it seemed like all the cars and pedestrians on PS4, and, and that apparently manages to almost hit 30. But, like, it, it, is, it is now painfully obvious this was a game that was never meant to run on these systems. So, whoever plays that version of the game... Enjoy your cyberpunk experience. <laughs> the 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 Xbox Series X version is out now, right? No. 
It's next, still not. No, the next gen version is not out. We are still playing the PS4 Pro and and what was the faster one called? The the last sear the uh, I uh, it's, uh, Xbox, Xbox One Xbox One X, X yeah Xbox Series X. That's so stupid. Mm. Uh, it's fine. It kind of like until this very moment, I thought, yeah, we just comfortably moved past that, and Series X is fine. But then we tried to go back. <laughs> And we couldn't. <laughs> We're still on that version of the game. Uh, the story I read even was like, if you're thinking about playing it, wait for the next gen version. That uh, I don't know. Cyberpunk Fuck sounds you, fucked. Will. Cyberpunk sounds totally fucked. Uh, I think we talked about this earlier because I remember Brandon saying he would murder for a new Dead Space. Good news, always. Jeff Grub, Jeff, Jeff the Gab Grubber, Jeff the Gabber Grub. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Huh? The getter. <laughs> Old uh, loose lips. Jeffrey Grubb says that EA Motive, the team that brought us most recently. Oh, I can see the logo. Uh, Squadrons. Squadrons, I think. Yep. Uh, they are apparently working or have been working on something, a, a revival project of sorts, apparently. And uh, when asked, what game is it, Jeffrey? He said, we're going to see it if we're not dead first, which, I mean, EA Motive, Visceral got merged into Motive. The team that made Dead Space is probably working on another Dead Space or the Dead Space movie, which apparently (gasps) is a thing that I hope that's not it. I hope that's not like we brought EA Motive back to consult on the movie. Uh, Hopefully it's a game because... Dead Space 3 was not good. Dead Space 1 and 2 were really, really good. And then Dead Space 3 was... I I don't remember hating Dead Space 3, but I don't remember anything else about it either. <laughs> it was... Uh, Max and I played, like, the first... It was co-op. And remember, you do the whole thing co-op. Max and I oh, played yeah. the first, like, I don't know, four or five levels. It is, it's bad. It's like, it's like... It seems like it's written by a totally different team. You just show up and... I kick ass and leave. I can't even really, like, articulate... I didn't play enough to to put into words what I don't like about it. And I don't, I, don't remember. I absolutely love the first game. Yeah. First game is like... First first game was a like... Because it was like, what is it? Oh, Dead Space. I wonder what that is. It was this crazy, scary, like, interesting gameplay to cut the cut the limbs off these guys. Mm-hmm. and They had that kind of... That new, uh, uh, like, health interface. Like, you had no... UI, which I think oh, yeah, was is not nearly world. as novel now, but at the time was like, oh shit, all the information is in the game, not on my screen. And then two had the needle in the eye, which I don't remember anything other than that. So that game, yeah. in my memory, is super scary. And yeah, three, I can't remember what it was. I know I played it when it came out. I think I game it when it came out. I could not articulate what I don't like about it, but I bet Max and I played the first few levels and I do not want to go back. I'm good. <laughs> More action than horror, someone in chat says. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Uh, let's see here. Ubisoft, my favorite and yours, uh, have removed some Far Cry 5 maps. There's some some like beat-for-beat remakes of the multiplayer maps from GoldenEye in the Far Cry 5 map editor. Remember they shipped that map editor? You can do all this really cool stuff. And uh, this this YouTuber, Crawlywood, has, I guess, spent the last three years making 
basically perfect recreations of the GoldenEye multiplayer maps if you want to play them in mm-hmm. Far Cry, which I think is fucking rad. Yep, and might as well. The, Gotta yep, do something. Ubisoft has sent them a cease and desist and taken them down. They they gave a official legalese response that does not claim that they got an infringement notice, but claims that they might. So they, anyways, took it down. Uh, but it is it is worth noting that MGM, who owns the rights to Goldeneye, the game rights. I tried to look up who owns them, and no one seems to know. Even the people who've been making uh, Goldeneye games. And uh, MGM has been very litigious in the past. They have they have ordered all sorts of stop orders and sued all sorts of Goldeneye remakes and things. So it could be MGM, but I would love another reason to shit on Ubisoft. <laughs> Just <laughs> it feels kidding. like this is something that they, that they could have fought if they wanted to. Yeah, totally. It's like, like it's not something that people pay for. It's something that no. was user created. So. Mm-hmm. It's, they can say, well, they use our tools to create this map. Like, what are we supposed to do? And, like, what do you own the rights on? The 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 exact placement of tables and screens in this configuration? Like, would would this not fall under, like, parody law? Is this it not... Would. It would. This would absolutely be fair use. 10,000%. 10, 10, this, is, this is like a song parody. Even more so, this is like a full-blown cover. This is remade from the ground up in this thing. It, like, there's no... And the it's gameplay is so nothing weird. like it's not like this is a different uh, similar playing first person shooter. No, it'd or be something like where you're like, you could effectively play Goldeneye now. This is you're just playing the a, maps in Far Cry. Right. It'd be like if someone made like Peach's Castle in the Halo Forge and then Nintendo sued them. and was like, you can't put the Peach's Castle. You can't play Halo in here. Oh, they absolutely would do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's so weird. <laughs> you picked the company. <laughs> this, this, I, this, this is this is a step beyond Nintendo. This is yeah. like Nintendo could go and do this now, and they haven't. There, there are. It would. I'm trying to think of like a. I, I can't even really think of like a something similar. Ah, uh, man, I couldn't even know. It'd be like it'd be like if Nintendo went through like Trackmania and sued everything that had a loop or something because they're like we own the loop or like we we own road with no sides on it that's pretty sure Sega, road. Owns, yeah, Sega owns the loop you know, for whatever. sure <laughs> but very strange uh, took them 1400 hours to make and and to have them just ripped away with like no reasoning is so fucking shitty remember you don't actually own the games you play it ugh ugh a uh, little bit of uh, let's let's watch that ugh, out of our mouth. A little bit of Battlefield 2042. This isn't really news. I don't know. I think this is all out there. But do you guys know the new game is going to be 128 players per server? That's a lot. Mm, no, nope. that is a lot. I, don't I, don't, so. I honestly don't know if I like how shooters are just getting more and more and more players and bigger and bigger and bigger maps. Like that's oh. one of the main reasons why I didn't like that uh, one that you guys play. Uh, yeah. Jesus and the Devil, Five? or whatever it's called. Yeah, Jesus and the Devil. You know, yeah, you, yes. you play that. That's right. The, the, the hundred Judases drop onto the island. Uh huh. Thirteen pieces of silver. Hell, yeah. has, hell, has hundred golden fiddles. That's right. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't like that game is because the maps are just so unbelievably are you talking huge. About Apex? You're talking no, about a battle uh, royale, right? Hell, hell on wheels. Hell let loose. Hell, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, Hell on Wheels, the the Western show. Yeah, Jesus versus the devil. 
Uh, yeah, it's like, especially difficult because I feel like I personally, at the place I am at in my life, am getting higher when we're playing these video games. Word. And, it, and, and, and getting higher, and then they're just adding more people, and I never know what the fuck's going on. Even playing uh, fucking Star Wars Battlefront, I'm just like, it's too much. If there's three guys on the screen with me, I'm just putting the controller down at this point. It's going to be 64 on 64, which is crazy. I... I I feel like they're on 64 players now on most of the old battlefields and obviously they're going to build this game for this, but like those, those battles seem frantic and crazy and like super populated with 64. The idea of doubling that number is just so crazy. Like, is the map going to be twice as big? Yeah, that's because you're right. I think you, I think you have to double or, or something like come close to uh, doubling the map. Cause I, I don't say you'd think you'd have to more than double the map. You would think so. I don't yeah, know. Cause I don't want more, chaos i am fine with the same chaos spread over a bigger map but yeah it's gonna be interesting like they're, i said uh, i don't know what's happening half the time anyway they're gonna use bots to keep it filled out i guess which is a thing that more and more shooters have started doing like uh i think it's PUBG mobile maybe uses bots but but doesn't tell you they're bots which which is kind of fun i don't know makes you either think you're really good was that guy really bad or a bot you never know (laughs) (laughs) it's especially when they like get the jump on you and start shooting you and then you turn around and kill them and you're like i'm so fucking rad and then it pops up and it's like tom barry (laughs) yeah it's like oh no you you have been killed by bot number two no well there is a uh witcher con next week anybody's anybody stoked for witcher con I, as far as the only thing I know about WitcherCon is that there's not going to be any Witcher game <laughs> being shown. Do we know that for which, sure? That's what I've heard. Oh. Um, which well, take this immediately makes me less excited for WitcherCon. Never mind. Is there going to be show, show Me Gwent 2? That's what I, I, my notes, I'm like, I wonder if there will be a spinoff game, but if you've heard there's nothing going to be announced, then. Well, I, I guess I've heard that they are not going to be showing any new Witcher game, but you could maybe make the DLC. argument that Gwent is not a witcher game it is its <laughs> own thing what about another dlc i totally thought they might do another or announce a big dlc for witcher 3 or also even, what even the fuck alone. is like where i heard this from who, what the fuck do they know so was it jeff grubb he seems Good to ben. know loose, loose, loose lips grub uh july 9th i guess we're gonna is when the witcher con is season two of the show is kind of the big thing they bill uh, i like the mm-hmm. show a lot even though that first season is not without its issue yeah, I'm gonna. I need to rewatch that one before this one came out because yeah, that was almost two years ago that that came out. Yeah, and I was incredibly confused upon first watching of that of that show. I was they're doing some non-linear storytelling that I was unaware was non-linear until like episode five, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, rewatching oh. it. There is like the subtlest of hints. Rewatching it, there is literally one like in the background line of dialogue where they're like. Oh, 10 years from now, like they set the time, but it is so mm-hmm. fucking subtle and so slight that even the second time through, I'm like, is that how you're supposed to know? <laughs> right. You have to hear any line that, um, uh, what's the city called? Um, Sintra. Yeah. Sintra. You have any time they will just be casually throwing out lines about what's going down in Sintra. What, is Sintra on fire? What is the state of Sintra right. is how we it's place like, oh, our time zone. Yeah, they're still fucking eighty leagues from Sintra, and I'm like, okay, okay, so we're we're, we're it's, that's a long way off. And then the next like the next episode I'm watching, they're like, Sintra's burning, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Twenty years ago when Sintra fell, 
it's uh, that that but first show, it. yeah, first show has some issues, which even mm-hmm. the showrunners have acknowledged. That the the main antagonist, or one of them, anyways, armor looks like a scrotum, looks like a wrinkly ball sack. I hate it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. I don't. I think ball sack armor is cool. I don't like the ball sack <laughs> armor at all. I mean, if you're talking armor for the scrotum, yes. If you're talking armor that looks like a scrotum, no, thank you. I think that the armor that looks like a scrotum also protects your scrotum, but the area that protects your scrotum is the only part that doesn't look like scrotum. A cup. My mind <laughs> is blown. Uh, yeah, so who knows? There's going to be an anime too, which I like anime. I'll watch that. My last story that I have for us. I am so out of touch with today's youth that I legitimately don't even know how to say this performer's name. I'm going to guess it's... Ninja. Ni- yep. Bebe uh, <laughs> uh, Rexa? Is it Bebe Rexa? That's what I would guess. I think it's Bebe. Bebe? Or B- I don't know if it's Bebe or BB or... BB Rexa? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, they will be performing at a music festival... Oh, aren't you? We're all vaccinated. Music Festival's back on. Kevin, your favorite game. You loved it so much. You bought Hell it yes. twice. The Sims 4 is where this I'm music excited. festival is taking place. I can go watch this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download the, uh, what's the EA client thing called now? Origin? Doesn't, Origin doesn't exist, I don't think, anymore. So, oh, maybe I don't even, don't even own the Sims anymore. Yeah, they, something, you still own the games. I don't know what they did, but they were, they're getting rid of Origin. Uh, not only are they performing in The Sims 4, Kevin, they're performing in Simlish, which I'm like 99% sure <laughs> this year the Sims developers are like, yeah, it's gibberish. There's no, it's not a real, there's no, it's not a language. It doesn't map over. It's just gibberish. Did people think it did? Yeah, totally. I'm sure there was times where, yeah, people were probably trying to. I thought it did for a long figure time. Figure out, oh, translate really? Simlish yeah. to English. It's like in, in World of Warcraft, the two factions can't speak, but they still like translate across. Like, oh, that guy said kek in Orkish. That means lol. I think in I just always. English. Like, I, I recognize how difficult it would be to create a totally immersive language. And I just think I never in a million years thought the people who made the Sims would do that. <laughs> I always sort of thought it was like uh, this is really stupid I always sort of thought that they had it, it was it was like an emergent system kind of they had like programmed in the like the Sims had kind of developed their Latin. own language almost yeah sort of like like every word is based on a word they're exactly like just doing, but it's yeah. just like a gibberish like the bees are turning it. to O's and, and they're like ah that's close enough that's close enough but there, I there totally seemed to be a logic to Simlish that I need to look this up. I thought I'm I'm pretty sure we had a big Simlish story within the last year, uh, 2020. Sim, Simlish gibberish 2021. The Sims 2 developer insists Simlish is definitely gibberish. April the 5th, 2021. It's a video from News Chain on YouTube. I'm not gonna watch it. Here we go. PC Gamer has the story. Uh. Sims 2 developer says Simlish is gibberish, goes on to explain why Sims don't have threesomes. So there you go. <laughs> Fucking bury the lead. Yeah, I don't want to know why they don't. I, I'm, I wish I didn't know that they don't have threesomes. Yeah. Do they have foursomes? Is it just like 
It's like 13, three is out, four or five. I think you could like push two beds together and have two of them. I don't think they'll like swap though. I don't think they could do like swinger like key parties and shit. <laughs> no, no, not I'd be fucking playing if they did. You can play strip poker in one of them. I remember I had like a room that was just 20 strip poker tables and I was like, I'm going to host the tournament. <laughs> strip poker tournaments. <laughs> then, then you realize it takes you like 15 hours to actually invite everyone to your tournament and then half it's, of them don't show up. And then it's the like hurting cats. Like it's like you're just trying to get people. Like you'll get like two of them on the tables, and then be like, "Oh, fucking Fred's on fire in the kitchen, That's and Selma's so throwing up room. in the bathroom." Why are you using my shower? That doesn't make. Get out of my shower. Yeah, it's fun. I actually really, really like The Sims, but so I hate I. the work that I like. <laughs> you kind of want to put in some work yeah, uh, to kind of make it your own little world. And I always hated that part. And I think that's the part you're supposed to like. But boy, do I just love fucking having a general goal and then having everything just go wrong. And yeah, like you said, like this, like death, literal, the incarnate of death is in my hot tub. And what the fuck is happening Paul's dead and death is in the hot tub. We have a lot of really good titles for books coming out of this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul's dead and death is in the hot tub is, is a good name for something. Yeah. That's all the news I have. That's all the news you need to know. It's all the news of the week. Two weeks, I guess, because we missed last week. Podcast at TalkingReckless.com is an email address where you can drop these over on the Discord like these fine folks did. Uh, Rob wrote in and says, what are games that looked on paper like a sure thing for you, but didn't pan out? Not bad games, just ones you thought, I should like this. Why don't I like this more? Huh. Huh. Uh, Shadowrun. Kevin, you should like Shadowrun more. Yeah, I, I remember... Because I, I do have it. It's like Shadowrun Legacy was the first one or whatever it was called. Shadowrun Returns, I think. Returns? Hold on. Let me pull up my Steam library here. Uh, I might have hidden it because, yeah, Shadowrun Shadow Run, Run Returns. Hid it so you could never accidentally realize you own <laughs> that game again. Uh, I have hidden a bunch of games where I've been like, okay, I just, I just don't want to even see this anymore. It's just so offensive. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I... Oh, actually, I can tell you how much I've played it. Hold on. Uh, I have played uh, 6.4 hours, so I, I did put some time in. Yeah, that's a fair shake. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I didn't like how any of the actual combat worked in that game. Uh, the, the, there, there was no strategy to the combat. It was basically the, the enemies just run at you, you shoot them dead, and then you move on. There was no having to use cover. There was no having to any do any like high level strategy of like luring them somewhere and like hitting them with bombs or something. It's just, yeah, the enemies run at you. You shoot them, they die. Move on to the next encounter. I don't know. That wasn't my experience with Shadowrun Returns, but uh, I think I played, I played it. I, I think I played it immediately after uh, doing my hardcore Iron Man XCOM playthrough. Mm. So. I think I might have been spoiled on yeah. on tactics games like that at that time. So maybe it's a, one of those ones where I could go back to it and and see it in a new light. But but yeah, at the time I, I just had played a better tactics game and didn't want to sit through one that that wasn't as good. 
Uh, what's a game that I should like more but don't? What's- Kirby Kirby for me has always been a franchise that I'm like, why the fuck have I never finished nor really enjoyed a Kirby game in my life? And Kirby's my boy. Yeah. It's a platformer. Yeah, he's Kirby's dope. Yeah, Kirby's rad as hell. Mm-hmm. But every time I play a Kirby game, I get a couple levels in, and I'm just like, eh, I don't know. That's a floating's kind of cute. That's okay. Dreamland. Dreamland's kind of fun. Like those big eyes at the, the end. The one where your ball is good, too. Oh, the the Game Boy one where you yeah. tilt and tumble? Kirby's yeah. tilt and tumble? That's a rad game. Uh, I have like an oddly specific answer, which is, uh, you remember the game Overlord for the like Xbox, PS3, was you were, it was kind of like a god game, sort of, you were, you were like the big bad guy and commanded, you, you were the overlord, you commanded like your henchmen to go out and do things, you were like the Sauron figure, is that ringing any bells? Yeah, yeah, uh, you played it on, you played one of them on stream, probably. I've Overlord 2 played uh, what's the game with oh. Jack Black that's almost exactly the same uh, uh, Brutal Legend I've played Brutal Legend which is kind of similar I don't think I've played Overlord on stream uh, you might not have played much of it but you've definitely played it okay it's, one of one I, of those games where you design the dungeon and you ah see it's not that you're thinking of like Dungeon Keeper or War for the Overlord yeah yeah this is you are uh it's like a third-person action game. The dungeon is already built. You are the the big hero, the evil hero they summon. Mm. You are not designing the dungeon, but you are still kind of commanding minions. It's like a it's like a bad RTS. Uh, but I I really like games where you play the antagonist, where it's just like, yeah, you're the you're the bad guy. Just embrace it. Like um, what was that like that not finished RPG? Oh, uh, I know which one you're thinking of. It's called like ruined, or it has like a one-word name. It's from the from the Path of Exile, folks. I think. Uh, Kairos, I remember. I bet if I just search Kairos, uh, the Overlord is uh, uh, no, that's not it. Tyranny. It's tyranny is the name of the game. I really like tyranny, where where you just play. There's like no bones about it. You're like, yeah, you're you're this evil inquisitor. Do whatever you want, and and I really love God games like Black and White and and Populous and all that. But I don't know. I think Overlord Lord kind of sucks. I don't know if I should like it more than I do, but <laughs> seems like I got another one. Um. Oh fuck! I lost it. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z I just- Kakarot. I should. I mean, that's actually not a bad one. Um. But I think that's a bad game. I think that's why I don't like it. It's bad. Um. Oh fuck me! What did I? I had a good one. I had Sorry. one that made way more sense than Kirby. Get your thinking cap on. I got one more too. Do it. You go, and then I'll. I'll, I'll uh, No Man's Sky. Oh. That game. Yes. Like on paper, like seems like it's something that I would enjoy. It's got base building, like Ark. It's got exploration, like Subnautica. It's got. I. Uh, don't really know Other what else things. because <laughs> all of the things that have been added have been like every time I try to go back to it, I I just can't get over how bad it was at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I just look at the things that they add and I'm just like, I, I I don't even care, I don't care about any of this. Kevin's moved past it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine is Man of Medan. 
Mine was Man of Medan, ah. uh, the Dark Pictures anthology. I, yeah. When that was coming out, I was like, ticks all the boxes. It is from the people who did uh, uh, that. that Until uh, Dawn. Until Dawn. Uh, it's going to be a narrative-driven, choice-driven. I'm going to be able to play it with my friends. Uh, this is just fucking can't wait. And then I even played it with my friends and just kind of came out of there being like, Oh, well, I don't, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I did enjoy Man of Medan, but after really hating the one after little hope, like really, it is a waste of time. It is, it is bad. So bad. I don't know if that's just you. I think they might've lost the magic yeah. somewhere along the way. Where Man of Medan was all right, but after playing Little Hope, I don't know how much hope I have for the future <laughs> of that series. Which sucks because, like you say, like it's taking all the boxes. It has the mm-hmm. curator. It has that weird like. It seems to know too much narrator guy, like like Peter Stormar. No, nope. oh, remember Peter Stormar? That was <laughs> they, a great fucking. They game. shouldn't have even tried to do, redo that. How can yeah. you ever follow that performance? Fuck, I should play that game again. Uh, podcast, talkingrobots.com is an email address. You can write in uh, your thoughts here. Let us know what you think. Go check out the Patreon over at patreon.com slash podcast. You can find the longer version of this show, Tron. We talked about uh, Loki. and have some illicit uh, substance talk next week. And we'll talk a little Blue Lotus. You know what I'm saying? Blue, Blue Lotus massage parlor. You can't say that. <laughs> you uh, tune into Tron. And you get everything now for five dollars. Any the the lowest tier of patron gets all the content as well. The anime show, Tron, everything, uh, literally hundreds of podcasts on there over the past few years. So go uh, check that stuff out and it supports the show. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Warren is playing Warcraft. I don't know about every Wednesday, but some Wednesdays if you want to come see Warren play Warcraft Two. Warren Craft. No. <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesdays, come to play it. Coming. Join us for that. Uh, and otherwise, leave us a review. A rating. Hopefully you think this is a five-star podcast. I think it is. And would love for you to leave us a, a rating or review wherever you find your podcast. That stuff really helps us get discovered by new folks. Really helps. Kevin Byer, thank you very much. Go get thank your, you. Go get your vaccine so we can play rock band. All right. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. <laughs> Brandon Lynch, thank you as always. Yes, happy to be here. Staple of the show. Uh, and you at home, thanks so much for watching or listening. Remember, if you listen, you can always go watch the video of this over on YouTube or vice versa, find it on iTunes, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks very much. Uh, I was going to do the music live this week and then forgot to do it at the beginning. So, I mean, it's probably a moot point now, but uh, yeah. One, two. Uh, uh, what Fuck, do you think, just Kevin? all the steam. We just lost all the steam on I that know, ending. I know. I know. It's ruined. Kevin, should we just cut it early? Just edit Let's it out. Let's go back all right. to... You gotta edit that out and you gotta edit all, uh, all of this out. God There's so much. There was so much. And it wasn't all you because there was a time where I mute your mic and I could still hear it. And I was like looking around the room for the phantom fucking Brando tapping his foot. I don't know. Thanks for listening. We'll see you here next week on the next episode of the Talking Reckless Podcast. See you then. Yeah.